You have arrived to this magical, infinite present moment filled with possibilities for you to be inspired and inspire others with your truth. This is Inspire with Evan. Let's have a chat. Well, hello, hello, hello. Hi. What Hi, a- this is Chase. He <laughs> is my unicorn. Hi, Chase. He's got the blue eyes because he is what is called a cremello. It's not albino, not the same thing. Both of his parents were um, palominos. And he's just waking up. He's just like, ah. Uh, Wow, that's a beautiful yawn. <laughs> so awesome. And then he's showing us his best side, Mr. Dante. Hello, Dante. Wow, I'm in such a beauty. Seriously. <laughs> okay, so you ready for breakfast? Are you ready for breakfast? Yeah? You ready for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then this is Maverick. He's sort of shy and quiet. Um, He won um, almost half a million dollars U.S. at the track. And he was really broken and shut down when I got him. Sweet, just loving and cuddle. And just, oh, I love him so much. Such, such. He was really broken when I got him, though. He was dangerous. He was flipping over on people. Jen, Jen, you're breaking up for some reason. Your your sound is breaking up. um, The racing industry. (laughs) Because I'm down in the barn. Okay, that's probably why. I'm down in Let's let's go find Bella. I'll move slow so it doesn't chop up too much. Bella, where are you, Bella? There she is. Come here, baby girl. Come here, baby girl. She is an Arabian or part Arabian. Okay. Hi, sweetheart. Hello. She's a little bit like us. Very feminine. A little bit flighty. Little unsure of herself sometimes. She's like her little lip. Isn't she gorgeous? And she's turning white. Like she will turn. I don't know because she's not full Arabian. Okay. But she used to be completely solid black. And now you can see the white showing up in her. And as she gets older, she will um, turn more and more and more white. Really? How old is she then? She's 12. 12 or 13 we're not sure she's all of my horses are rescues oh beautiful 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 wow what a beautiful introduction to them good afternoon evan this is dante saying hello from florida hello dante hello dante there's a lot of wisdom yeah i've heard so much about you i now finally get to see you He's like, feed me. Feed me breakfast. <laughs> so sassy. So sassy. Oh, so it's, sassy. it's morning so- for them all now. How many do you yes. have? How many horses do you have over there? I have the four. Bella, mm. Dante, 
and Maverick and Trace. And then I have the little mini Tuesday, but she's up in New York already. I'm going to New York for the summer. Okay, so I'm taking so all the horses. They're going to be, I'm going to ship them all up and um, they'll be leaving next week. How long are they going to be in New York? Um, for the summer. We'll be up there till like mid-October. Okay. Okay. And I'm doing, um, I don't know what travel's like for you, but I'm doing a retreat in September. At the end of September. We never know. That's all I can say. We never, exactly. never know. Because I, at yep. the moment, it's literally week by week, day by day, month by month. Not even month by month. It's week by week um, when it yes. comes to travel. So, you know, you never know. I am scheduled to come down towards U.S. I just don't know when and um, how it's going to go. Oh, they're so beautiful. It makes me so happy to see you with them. I just love this guy. He's a cuddler. He just, this is the one that when you are having a bad day, mm -hmm. you're like, just come hang with me. Oh, that feels good, guys. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. That scratchy spot. He loves his ears. When I, when I got him, you couldn't even touch his face. He was so angry and worried. And now he's just like so easygoing and just calm. Mm. He still gets worried, but um, he's just, and I'll tell, I, I do, did nine months of Ho'oponopono prayer with him oh, and beautiful. did not do anything and made a promise that he would never have to run fast if he didn't want to ever again. And so I do a lot of, a lot of that type of work with them. And because you know, they've all just like us, we've all been through a something and we all just want to enjoy our lives and have um, some just bliss and some peace and, and just some sanity in our day. Breaking up again. So, um, I'm going to give them some hay. I know I have to move. I'm going to take you up top. Hang on. I'm going to take you down. <laughs> I got to feed these guys. Hey, real quick. Let me give them a little bit of hay and then you can have my full attention. No, I love that they get to be fed because it's early morning for them. So, of course, this is the time they yeah, eat. It's 7.30 here. It's 7.30 yeah. a.m. here. Mm. So, um, so this is breakfast it's time. time for breakfast. <laughs> I'm just going to give them a little bit of hay. But I wanted to introduce you to them. Yes. While that was, we were. That's the best introduction. Yes, right? Aren't they beautiful? Yeah. Because I was going to say to you, I want to meet them, but you did it exactly, you know, you, you went in there straight away, which is perfect. Look yes. And, and Chase. Chase is bottom of the totem pole, so he won't get any food until everybody else says he can have food or until I say he can have food. So I Why? have to... Because he's the low man on the totem pole. All right, Maverick, move over. Let Trace go by. Move over. Come on. Move over. All right, come on, Trace. Come on, Trace. Trace won't walk by Maverick unless I'm here. Come on. I got your back, brother. And I'm going to put you in my pocket. See what's happening here? So Maverick has the area blocked. And Trace can't go through this gap here. Because Maverick's the boss. Um, so I have to go run interference and say, Maverick, move over. Let Trace out. So now Trace can no. go by. Mm -hmm. But you got to go forward, sir. He's going to kick you. 
Otherwise, Chase will get bite marks on him like that. Oh, Come on, exactly. Come on, he's gonna bite you. That's wow. what happens. See? <laughs> Does that Come happen? On, Chase. Do they every day? No way. They fight and they call it horseplay. It's rough and tumble, man. I can't even imagine the horse fight. Oh yeah, they don't they don't mess around. Horses can be very dangerous animals. <clears throat> wow. Like, you don't think about it that way, but they they um, no, I I that's actually my first impression of them. I was actually oh. scared of them for the longest time. You know, don't look at me the way I am right now. The reason why I haven't been close to them is because of my, you know, fear of how strong they are, how powerful they are. And, you know, that's been actually the initial um, reason why I haven't even, even all the times that you were inviting me to come to meet your horses, I was like, oh, I'm not too sure about this. What do you mean? You know, so it's been, it's been down because of all that. So uh, trust that's me, I've gone the other way around. For sure. That's interesting because I'm like, and you aren't the first person this has happened to me with where I'm like, you guys, and I don't just say this to everybody because I, I would, it just doesn't make sense. But there's people in my life, like you were one of them, where I'm like, you have to experience this. I don't know why I'm coming to you. You have to experience this. And you're like, no, no. And the next thing I see somebody on Facebook, like on a horse, I'm like, what are you doing? I've been inviting you for years. What is going on? Yeah. And um, I and then it's so it's really good to hear the story, like what's actually happening. Yeah. And it has to be the divine timing has to be right. Because you know, now you see this, now you understand it. Mm-hmm. And whatever you experienced with your the horses that you had, this, these guys, totally different. It'll blow yeah. your mind. I can and imagine. now you believe me. Yeah, now no, you believe me. I, I have a totally different experience now. And I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's been one of those things where, you know, for months, months, like ages, everywhere we used to go, every time I used to see you, you're like, Evan, come over. You know, you would really like it. This would be really good. And I'm like, you know, we could do events together on this kind of thing. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Let's see. Let's see. But now I totally, totally get it. Um, but it just taken me a long time. And to be honest with you, <laughs> it's like it was even a shock to me because I just ended up going. It was in Dubai. And I think it was with a friend. I don't know what happened. We saw some horse riding something somewhere. And I'm like, you know what? It's about freaking time. I get over this stupid fear of like me thinking that, you know, I don't know. They're going to bite me or they're going to hit me or they're going to throw me off you know, and I'm going to like fall down or something, you know, all the crazy things that goes up in your head with when you're thinking about what could possibly happen. But that's why I was even saying to you earlier, like not even earlier, like I was, um, I just came to Sweden a couple of weeks ago and then I look around, I have very few things from my childhood, like I hardly have anything left over, but I found this like really cute little horsey that was with me, like my entire, like even the tail has like broken and stuff. So it's like a proper antique now, but, um, but I just realized like, oh my God, this little thing has been with me my entire life. And yet here I am who had like this huge, huge fear, which didn't, you know, he doesn't have any backbone to it really. Um, but, nope. uh, but yeah, I literally fell in love with her. And I think like, 
And I was just thinking, I was like, why don't we have a conversation? I was like, this love for horses um, I, is, is a grown passion. It's a recent passion of mine. And it's become the biggest passion right now, to be honest with the people are like, oh, I love it. I love it, proper hands on. Um, but yeah, it's become the, the biggest passion right now where people are like, it's all about horses now with you. Like you don't do anything else apart from horses. All you do is posting about horses or when you're around horses. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a, it's a new love that is so strong, so unconditional, so powerful. They are so full of wisdom. They are so full of um, passion and joke and playfulness and, um, you know, everything in one. And I'm just like, you know what, why wouldn't you fall in love with these beautiful creatures um, if they have so much love to give, so much healing? Like, oh my goodness, amount of healing that they are, you know, you you actually like, when you're feeling they're not in a good mood or they're not feeling well, the m- amount of healing you can give them and vice versa, how much they can give it to you. So it's just such a I don't, I can't describe this connection. It's probably one of the strongest connections I've had. And I probably have never had that with dogs, cats, or any other animals. So it's- You sound like my, you sound like my promo video. (laughs) You sound like, you sound like my, it's amazing though, isn't it? It's it's absolutely incredible. So before we do the gen- who are you? Like, I know we just went right in and I know who you are, but I thought since we're doing this, you might actually explain a little bit um, to everybody else who you are, what you do. Who are you, baby? Oh, gosh. And like, that's just, it's so, um, let, oh, gosh, I don't even know where to start. Like you said something about the unconditional love and the healing. And, and um, now it, when you go to people, it, you're going to be like, no, you got to, you don't understand. You have to do this. And, and when they're like, nah, you'll understand how I feel when I'm trying to explain it. It's like, it's almost like you have Cassandra syndrome, you know, where you like, you know what the foresight is, but no one believes what you're saying. You know, if you know the story of Cassandra and Apollo, um, but it's, it's a powerful thing to under, to really put into a perspective to go, these horses will, and, and that's what the programs do is, is it's not just going out in the field and making a noise like a carrot and saying I'm healed. And a lot of people are doing that these days, which is great, you know, and uh, let's go do pranic healing with horses and let's go sit there with a feather and let's do this. And okay, great. But what does it really look like when you start diving into the, the work, diving into the content, diving into actually what a horse could teach you. And mm-hmm. so where I came from was an, um, an idea of understanding what they called natural horsemanship, but I don't like that term because um, there's nothing natural about the apex predator and the but, ultimate prey animal. Jen, like where, where, let's go back in time. Like how did your journey start? Like where? Oh gosh, you want to you want to go there? Well, oh you don't gosh. have to you don't have to go the whole thing, but like I would whole love things, but like thing. I would. Wow, I could hear myself there. <laughs> that better? I'm yeah, that's to get much. Rid of the echo. That's much better. Um, no, I would just you know you don't have to go through the whole story if you don't want to, but I would it would be really like to know um, who is Jen? Like, what does she do? Where did this whole like? love for horses start a, you know, just something. Okay. Um, 
Well, if you remember Date with Destiny, Tony Robbins does an event called Date with Destiny, and you go and he takes you through this process where you remember your earliest childhood memory. Mm-hmm. And mine was, um, and I actually called my mother after the event was over because I was like, Mom, did this actually happen? You know, because I was like four, you know, it's like maybe three or four years old. So I'm like this little girl with a little pigtails, and I was coming out of the grocery store. And I actually love to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so stinking cute. So you imagine this little girl in this little town in Missouri. I'm like from this little town in the Midwest. And um, we're leaving the grocery store and we're going to the car and out in the parking lot, they're like putting up these huge tents, you know, kind of like they do for fireworks and, you know, stuff for, for events. And um, I, and I saw a horse walking into one of the tents and I was like, all right, I go, Mom, you know, the, let's go see the horses. It turns out they were the Budweiser Clydesdales and they were there for a promotional event for Budweiser. And I was like, I walked, you know, marched right up to him, my brave little self and my little, my little fawn pigtails and walk up to the guy. And I'm like, um, Hey, mister. I'm like pulling on his pant. Like, Hey, mister, can I ride your horse? Like, it's like, it's his horse. You know, it's like its own personal horse. No, it's Budweiser, Augie Bush, you know? So, um, he was like, oh, no, I'm sorry, little girl. These are special horses. They're, people don't ride them. And uh, sorry, I have hay on me from feeding my guys. And um, I was like, of course, crestfallen, my little bottom lip. And we're starting to leave. And the distributor's family shows up for the, the beer distributor. So, of course, they're the ones that, you know, that are in. And they have a little girl about my age. And guess what she gets to do? She gets to ride one of the horses, exactly. And I was like, my mom, we we went, but I'm like, but she's getting, all right, come here, little girl. Put me on the back of the horse. My legs were like straight out. My smile was as wide as that horse's back. And I was just in heaven. And I even remembered the horse's name. And I told, I recounted that to my mom and she was like, I do not know how you remember that with such clarity. And at my, at 46 years old, looking back and where I am in my life, I go, I do. It was one of those core memories. It was one of those seeds that was planted at the core of my soul that said, this is something you need to do. That this horse, these horses like you with your little antique, like, you know, when you ignore those core seeds that are planted when you're a child or when you're young before the age of 35 guys, you know, things happen. Right. And you, you tend to set your dream on a shelf, like your little horse, you set it on a shelf and you look at it, you admire it and you go do what you should do, which is what I did. I put my dream on the shelf and I played with little plastic horses. My dad built me a barn instead of a dollhouse when I was a kid. And then fast forward, Oh, many years, a lot of pain, a terrible divorce, an unhappy marriage, a career I wasn't interested in, all of the things that we're supposed to do, all the shoulds we're supposed to do. And um, I decided to quit smoking. So there I am. I'm smoking. I'm not, I'm just told, just unhappy. And I, you don't even realize, like you said, you're like, I had no idea that the healing power horses had until I like being engaged with it. You just, you're, you're living in this unawareness mm-hmm. and this uh, unconsciousness. And so I said, if I could quit smoking and I'll never forget it. Another one of those memories. It was, I was watching meet Joe black. If you've ever seen that movie with Brad Pitt, where he plays death, it's a remake of the old uh, black and white classic death takes a holiday. 
It's um, got Anthony Hopkins. It's a great movie, but it's long. It's like four hours, you know. So I'm watching that movie. I'm drinking beer. I'm smoking. I'm by myself in my big giant house in Kansas City. And I'm shampooing the carpets. And it's like four in the morning. You know, and I've been up all night. And this is not my proudest moment. So it's very vulnerable for me to even share this. But that morning, the next morning, it would stay, you know, as I'm finishing, it's six o'clock, the sun's coming up. I'm by myself, just shampooing the, every single inch of carpet in my entire house, you know, and I run out of beer and I run out of cigarettes and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get more. And I go to the store and they won't sell me beer because until nine o'clock, because that's the law in Kansas. They're weird. And I buy another pack of cigarettes. And I'm mad now because I can't stay, I can't keep drinking. And I'm mad because I just have these, and I'm like, I'm just mad. And I look at the cigarettes and I look at my life and I just have this awareness, like this, this awakening of what the hell am I doing? And so I think I smoked like two or three of the cigarettes and I threw the rest of the pack away. And I said, you know what? I cannot, I'm 29 years old. I cannot go into my thirties acting like I'm in my twenties. That was July 31st, 2004. And I said, if I can smoking for 90 days, I'll reward myself with a horseback riding lesson. That's how I got started. Wow. So I started taking horseback riding lessons, like what you're doing. You know, you got, you go out, it's beautiful. It's fun. And I had a 24 year old lesson horse named Gamble. That poor horse. I tell you what, he was a saint. He carried my I'm unbalanced. I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And, um, I went there and I just, it's something about being in that barn just didn't quite feel good to me. They didn't, they cared for the horses, but they didn't have care for the horses. Mm. They had the horses cared for, but there wasn't care going pouring into them. And I could feel that. And, um, I was talking to a friend of mine from Tasmania, Australia, that I've been friends with since like literally this one time at band camp, um, it was drama camp, but my sophomore year in high school, I met this guy and he was from Australia. I always wanted to go to Australia. Fast forward. We kept in touch over the years and fast forward to today, to that time I messaged him. We've been, I said, Hey, guess what? I'm taking horseback riding lessons. And he goes, no kidding. My new girlfriend, now the mother of his six children is dragging me to some natural horse thing. And I was like, natural horsemanship. What is this? And so I Googled it. And I saw this photograph and you know, you know, you've had those moments where it's like, like the, the everything in its alignment, the, the horse was jumping the fence from the ground. This woman had the rope was loose and she was smiling and it almost seemed as if the horse was smiling and the mountains were in the background. And I was like, <sighs> I just saw this photo and I was like, I don't know what it is, but I want that. That's what I want. I don't want this poor sad horse that's just doing its job I want this and so I found a trainer and I started taking lessons with the goal to go to the Olympics mm -hmm. I wanted to do three-day eventing which is like triathlon for horses it's like steeplechase and stadium jumping and dressage it's very very challenging mm -hmm. sport of course I picked like the toughest sport in the freaking industry um probably so and so I started but I started getting involved and then I, I won the money on a slot machine jackpot to buy Dante. He was my first horse. I, I've had him for 16 years. I was running out of money. I signed up for all these classes. I had no horse. And it was just almost like a comedy of errors, but the planets were aligning. I, I didn't have any money to buy a horse, but 
the jackpot gave me a thousand. I want to, I got the, the big check and everything. It was a big, and I bought Dante. Next door, Dante's going to kill me. And he's dangerous. I did not name him Dante by accident. Wow. And two weeks into owning him, I woke up and I had been crying in my sleep. I was so scared. He would bite me. He would kick me. He would try and stomp me. Every chance he got, he was trying to get one over on me. And I found out his story later and it was not his fault. It was the way he was handled, the way he was raised and his personality that just turned into this perfect storm of a powder keg of a beginner's, not a beginner's horse. I paid a lot of money for him, but I took him out of a really terrible situation where the guy was really severely abusing him. So and I you understand didn't know about that. You didn't know. I did not know about that. Okay. No, not till I didn't find that out until the owner, the original owner, tracked me down trying to figure out what happened to her horse. Mm. So, and he was too dangerous for her to handle. So here I am, a brand new horse owner, and I have this dangerous horse that's like trying to eat me. And I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, you know. And it was just, and so then I ended up with Trace, my white horse, who, thank God was just, and I was like, he's, he's not trying to kill me. Okay. I love this horse. He's okay. And, you know, diving into it, um, I really got involved in the horsemanship aspect. It became, um, in the beginning, I just did not have a clue what I was doing, but I watched the videos. I got my 10,000 hours. I read it. I eat it. I bled it. I just breathed it every moment of the day. And, um, I got very good very quickly and I studied with some of the best trainers in the world and I just really started understanding what horses were. And really there was this seed that had been planted when I was four and there was this natural talent and this natural ability that was within me, but I had to let go of all the other things that were standing in the way. Mm. It wasn't that I had to work hard at becoming good with horses. I had to work hard at releasing the things and the beliefs that were preventing me from being good with horses. And <laughs> yeah, that's like what your it fear. Is. Yeah. Well, like your fear, like it's your all about letting system. go. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. really, it's not really so much about us learning. Like, of course it is to some degree, it is about learning, but it's really about letting go. Once we let go yeah. of all the beliefs, all the fears, all of the um, conditioning that we have been putting upon, you know, it's just, it's more about unlearning than actually learning. We have to unlearn everything and we have to uncover everything before we can actually start understanding and you know that comes into you know one of the things that we keep on repeating and repeating is being present once you're present why that is with the horses with the kids with another person it doesn't matter once you're really fully present it doesn't really take you that long to learn something or understand something <laughs> but you cannot you learn become something. suggestible exactly yeah. Exactly. So whatever is in front of you, you'll be able to actually receive it and understand it. And therefore learning becomes such a more easy and fun process. And it's a joy. It's yes. so much fun. I hated school, but I love learning. Yes. And so it's really is, honestly, it's about tapping back into your four-year-old self. Mm. You know, when you're four, you know, three, four, five years old, you know, as we're an attritional species, meaning that we are, uh, we're not full faculty learners at birth like horses are. 
horses are a precocial species, meaning when they hit the ground, they have everything they need, you know, to, to learn. They are full faculty learners at birth. They know how to run and sense danger and, and predators. They know how to, to, to con- like, we can't even control our bowels. We don't know how to talk. We don't, we're a developmental species. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's really an interesting uh, concept to think about as you start to grow older. And by the time you get to 35, you know, you're, you're pretty hardwired into what your belief systems are. And so unlearning, and that's why for me, working with the rescued horses is so much more powerful because you could give me a little baby horse that has, you know, had, had a good mama, had a good life. And I could turn it into something really cool pretty quickly, Mm. but take something that has like us all trauma here. If anybody in my here experienced trauma, I mean, we all have, and um, even if you had a really beautiful, easy life, you've had something happen. Nobody has passed the age of six months without having some kind of scrape or cut or something uh, to them. And so you look at that and you say, well, what, why, that, why rescued horses? Why horses that have been through trauma? Well, first off, like, I want to raise the level of consciousness of the planet worldwide. I mean, that's the ultimate, like, the subversive mission through horses. Because when you can understand and empathize with a horse and like what Maverick, you saw Maverick, how he was like so cuddly and loving and everything. That was not how he was when I first got him. You could not feed him. You could not go into his stall. I, none of my volunteers could go into his stall because mm-hmm. he would turn at you with his mouth wide open. Now you could protect your space. And, but there's a couple of times where I'm like, woo, I could feel his teeth like next to my face. You know, he's like... Whoa, that was a close one. I'm like, I need to be more mindful of my personal space and my boundaries. But taking all of this to a place where you can help bring them around. And when people interact with a rescued horse, they the, the level of compassion, the level of empathy, the level of, of benevolence that can come forth and love and care that comes. And, and then it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. My worst days, I can go down to Maverick and I'm like, nah, but he goes, honey, I know, been there, <laughs> get it. And I just cry and it was main, or I just, you know, I have, have like my day or whatever I need to release. Mm-hmm. And he's right there for me, you know? And then Dante shows me about certainty. He's like, if you want it, you got to come and get it. You know, you want me to do this? You want this from me? You want to have this interaction? You got to come and get it. Then Trace teaches me, about how to be playful, how to be inspiring. And then Bella teaches me about focus. So I have like, if you're familiar with disc profile, like I have like one of each of the personas. I have like Dante's my high D, Bella's my high I, and you can kind of look at it. But when you, the why it's important and you, I don't even need to explain this to you because you finally get it. Woo-hoo! But why horses? Because you can disassociate your ego, look at what the horse is doing and go, oh, that's why my sister snapped at me the other day. She's just a triggered Bella. I, I can be more forgiving. Oh, I understand now what I need to do to have that conversation with my boss because my boss is a Dante. I get it. I can be more confident and more assertive. Well, even, so the, even to a, a degree, uh, Jen, it's almost like, I mean, when you're living with them, it's a different thing, I'm guessing, because you're with them all the time and you're interacting with them all the time. I mean, I would spend um, one hour uh, horse back riding and then I will spend an hour or two around with them. So I wouldn't be around them all day long like you are, but 
one thing I noticed with them, like with the playful ones, like you could actually meet different ones, different characters, like in, in, in one day, but the playful ones are very easy where you can actually just see, you know, just like get out of your head. Don't take life so serious. Let's just have some fun kind of thing and teasing around and having fun, etc. But then the wise ones, like there was one that was called spirit. I mean, I'm never, ever going to forget spirit is because there was no there was not really any specific actions. Spirit didn't even want to be touched, didn't want to, you know, everything was just in the present moment. Like, you know, he was in his moment. I was just there. But there was this wisdom that was transferred over to you without any actions. And that was probably what blew my mind. Where I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, it's all this wisdom that I feel is coming from you to me, but it's, it doesn't even come from a touch. It doesn't even come from any specific look or movement. It wasn't like me seeing something and saying, aha, okay, that's what it is. Da, 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 da. You see what I mean? It was just um, such a beautiful it's almost like, you know, a grandma, grandfather, ancient kind of wisdom that just like gets into your heart or something. I don't know how to describe it. I had never experienced it's, anything like that. That's the magic. And, um, you know, they call us horse whispers, but it's not because we whisper to horses. It's because we learn how to listen to the whisper of the horse. Mm. And <laughs> Oh, okay. That's, I love that. Wow. And when you can transfer that to people and when you can take that to your everyday life, because girl, everything you've show, shared with me this morning, I'm like, oh, there's so much there that you would, that would crack you open and allow you to emerge in a beautiful way as you were more confident self, just from the story you told me about how long it took you, what you were feeling, the fears that you were hiding, all of this mm-hmm. and shows up in every area of your life. And you're like, ah. Uh, and you're a maverick too, by the way, your persona is a maverick. You're just like, yeah, that's why probably why you liked him so much. The one I was cuddling with, yeah, that's your persona. Yeah. And, um, really putting yourself into understanding that. And, um, and then what you were talking about, you don't ever, even have to feel it. You don't have to be it. And that's what the big belief system I had to let go of when COVID hit. I was like, well, how am I going to get this to people now? People can't come here. You know, they can't have this amazing experience unless they touch the horse. That's not true. You know, you can, no, you can like, um, and now I have like my Zen club contribution community, which of course I'm going to invite you to join and you better this time. I'm not going to wait another five years, but it, no, 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 girl, you, you don't have to say anything anymore. Like I am so in with the horses now. Like I, so and I have, I've been wanting to speak to you for the longest time because like ever since this happened, I've been speaking about you even to a friend of mine. Like there's two of us who literally have become horse crazy girls kind of thing. That's what, that's what they call us. And um, and I'm like, you know, (laughs) you have to ask this question to my friend. Like she knows all about that. She has retreats, et cetera, with the horses. So we have to ask her like when they do this or when they do that, what does that mean, et cetera. So I've been talking about you for the longest time. We just haven't had a chance to actually speak about it. Um, And here we are, but yeah, tell me more. Like, what are you doing now than during, during this whole, um, so you used yeah. to do retreats before where people would come to you 
And what would yeah. happen? Just share with me a little bit, um, uh, Jen. I know you've shared with me before, but could you share again, like <laughs> what what happens when people come to this retreat? Mm. Like, what do you? Oh my do? Gosh. How does that affect people? Like, what is this connection with horses versus everything else? Because we do feminine workshops, we do all the other different type of workshops. So explain a little bit more about what is the difference? What happens when you have horses? Um, on a workshop versus when you're having a, a horse just once in a while kind of thing. Oh my gosh. So it's just like, you know, like what Tony Robbins says, if you want to learn Italian, you go to Italy, right? So there's, there's three, yeah, three things about this that are, that are really powerful. One, like you said, just going out and just hugging on a horse. That's great. Get the experience, get like, get a feel for what it is. Mm. But like I said, with the, with where I first started in my horsemanship journey was at a barn and with these horses and they're kind of shut down or, or maybe even if they're not, you're just like, what are you actually doing? Are you just grooming them? Are you, what are you doing? Mm. So there's no real, like, there's not a program. There's not a something and then as much as anything else, you know, any other event you go to, you're going to get the information. But the reason why horses is because of what we were touched on earlier. We, I mean, there's really literally nothing on this planet that we won't eat. And then horses are the ultimate prey animal. You know, in fact, we do eat them. And part of my mission is to share with people the value that horses have. So we'll stop sending them out of this country, out of the United States for slaughter. That's not okay with me, but we have to have, and we have to have an answer. You know, we can't say, okay, let's stop slaughtering them. And now what are we going to do with them? We have to have an answer for that. And that's where I come in is like, what the part of is the mission driven part of my business is as it, it, it is a business because I've add value and I give people results. But at the same time, one of the big benefits that happens is that people go, oh, this is what horses are. Like, you know, like you, like, this is what horses are. So when you come to me, I do a couple of different things. I have a, um, like a mini retreat. It's like a weekend. And I do a wild women, wild horses weekend once in a while. It's like this beautiful journey to the five senses. We do sound bath healings. We do meditations. It's really a lot of fun. We have, we have do a cooking classes. I, and it's sort of like this holistic fun weekend. Um, we're doing something like that um, in August. I'll be in New York. So if you're in the New York area, but then my, my flagship retreat, it's called the journey to truth and it's five days and you come in on, uh, you know, the, the evening before, and then you spend the next four days with me. And one of the horses actually chooses you. Mm-hmm. And I've had people come to me for multiple retreats and a different horse chooses them every time. Mm-hmm. Cause though it's not necessarily the horse you like or the horse that likes you, or, well, this is my soulmate. It's whatever you have, whatever the wound is that is, that is closest to the surface, the one that is ready to be healed, the horse chooses you to help you heal that wound or help you transcend it. That's not to be a wound. Could have been just like, I want to do better in my business. I want to understand my management team at a higher level. I had someone come here, their um, big franchise, have a um, large franchise in the United States. And they came in and they left. And I was like, I was, I was swore he was not having a good time. And he's at the end of it. He's like, it may, I'm not sure what just happened, but I know what I need to do with my management team and across my entire nationwide franchise. Mm. People do that. People have lost weight. People have quit smoking. People have like the results. People are like, what do you do? I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help you transcend to the next level or heal the wound that's preventing you from doing so. Mm. And the horses are just the vehicle that help you get there. 
And that's why it is such a beautiful program and it needs to have the, that structure to it. And something I've been doing, like and, and people are now starting to kind of real, oh, this is cool. I have a horse, come, you know, see my horse. And But I've been doing this for almost a decade and nobody had even heard of it back then. Hmm. And like, like, you know, like, you know, it's like, uh, no, you got to try this. And you're like, what is it? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just really cool. You know? <laughs> and now more and more people are, are starting to figure out like what that actually looks like. So five days with me, five days with a horse that chose you. You don't know why in the beginning, but by the end of the weekend, as we peel back the onion and we go through these processes that I've created mm. and built from my you know, 16 years professionally with horses, with over 10 years in the personal development world, working for Tony and being a partner of his and, and many other things, being a theta healer, a pranic healer, all these different modalities that I've pulled from the ether, you know, to put something together that is absolutely phenomenally transformative. Mm. I love it. Cool. I, I love, love, love it. I can't wait. Like literally I'm on the moment I can travel and I get to you, I am coming over to you. <laughs> over. No more excuses for sure. No more excuses. That was all back awesome. in the days. I told you. Uh, so now you did say you're doing awesome. things a little bit different now because of COVID. Um, how are you doing things differently? Are you still with us? Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. I lost you there for just a second. <laughs> yes. The, the part the, the part that was going to be music to my ears about you saying, I'm coming, I'm coming. I am coming. Oh, like that's, that's 100% like confirmed. I am coming the moment I awesome. come to the States. And, you know, there's two things. I want a horse ride up in Sedona, which is one of my favorite places in in the States. And then I'll come over to you and visit you and your horses. Um, that's for sure. Um, but before we even started earlier, you were saying something about um, that you don't always have to be close to the horses. You know what? Yes. Something that you learned during the COVID time where before you were thinking that you have to actually be physically close because we've learned about this kind of things while that we do pranic healing, whether we do uh, any other healing, like whether it's with Dr. Joe Dispenza or pranic healing or uh, Reiki oh, yes. or anything, whatever we do, we've learned energy is not non-physical. Like we don't have to be there in a physical form. Now, how are you doing this with the horses because you know that's, that's so such a great question and that would said that's what happened with covid and i actually just finished a retreat with dr joe mm. and i'm getting my advanced theta training and mm. so I really and what i discovered what really blew me away because you know when you're in a theta brainwave state you are yeah. open to suggestibility yeah horses live in theta mm. they live in a theta brainwave state and they don't, aren't always like thinking and all this stuff. So it's really amazing. That's really why they have so much healing because when you get down there, you're, you slows down and you get an alignment and I'm starting to bring out heart math and all these things. So when COVID hit, I was like, okay, what are we going to do? I still have to feed my horses. So I put together, I took basically my, my, like, all of everything I've learned over the last 16 years with horses, everything. And we took all of the gold nuggets. We took all of the best of the best and we put it in 
to a five-day online course. And then in order for people to understand what that was, we did a little challenge. It's a little two-week challenge. It kind of tells you about the personas. It's super, you know, whatever. So we built a little online courses, online experiences, so people could get a taste of what it is. And in fact, um, before you can even come here now, you have to do the online course. Because when you, yeah, because when you get here, now you know who Maverick is, who Dante is, what trick, you know, you understand this yeah. at a higher level. And so we can go deeper, we can have, you know, all of those things put in place. And, and then the last thing that we just recently launched, and I'm definitely going to invite you and in, but this, anybody that, that's in your community, this is the grassroots effort for how we're going to be able to change the world. And it's called the Zen Club. And it's a Zen Club community. We do just a once a month call. It's a really low buy-in. It's like 17 bucks, which is, hey, for a day, right? So, which is, we figured out that $17 will feed a horse and take care for a horse for one day. Mm. So like, all right, perfect. So super low buy-in. It's a contribution community. We, you get great value out of it. I do meditations. I do, we do Q&A. Like when you're asking me, well, what, what about when a horse does this? Or what about, and it's not always about horses. Sometimes it's about codependency. Sometimes it's about whatever. And, um, so we, so that's really, and, and we're creating the community around that. And our goal is to have a thousand members by November 1st. All right. So I will do whatever I can to bring that up. I love it. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. That's wonderful. I mean, when are you starting that? Did you say again? We just, we just did the soft launch in May and we're doing our very first call here this afternoon. So Ooh, already, wow. Yeah. So we're just start, but we're just getting started. I think we have like about a dozen or so members. Okay. So perfect. 982 more to go. So perfect, perfect, perfect. I will spread the word for sure and I will join you a hundred percent. And yeah. I, I love the fact that you even have this um pre-required course before the actual live event or retreat, just similar to what Dr. Joe does, you actually have to do his online course so that you understand the language. So you understand the processes. So when you actually come to the physical event, you are already aware of, you know, kind of a little bit of what you're getting into rather than going in blindly completely. So I really, really like that. That is a great preparation for, for the it's anyway. such, It's so much more value. Like yep. why would it, why would in the world, would you go to Einstein to learn addition, go learn addition first, yep. get the information and then go to the master. Yep. You know, that's what this is like. It's like, get the base, get the basics, get the fundamentals. Yep. So when I can refer back to the relationship labyrinth or the six C's to of a question mm. or the, the levels of social consciousness or what, you know, all of the, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. And so we can get, make that much more progress and get that much more healing and that much more value out of it. Absolutely. And, and when, when you, when you come, when you come live, it's included in the price. So if you want it a la carte, it's a total standalone product yeah. and it's amazing. And it's like, and again, because when COVID hit, it was like, it was a little bit of a panic situation. So we, we, my assistant and I looked at each other, we're like, what can we build and create? That's going to be so unbelievable that was a no brainer for people to, to, to purchase. Yeah. So, um, we put it in with the inner circle for the, the Zen club community. There's three different levels. So we include it in that. And mm. it really is the foundation work for what we're up to. And 
it's it's essentially it's a six thousand dollar retreat in a box and we put it all together and and made it just so like you'd be silly not to get it kind of thing you know what i mean I love it. But it's so powerful. So yeah. uh, yeah. And the horses teach us so much. They do. And the one session with Dante, um, it's, I caught it, we caught it. Um, He's rarely the second, there's a five day course that's 10 different modules. So there's two modules with each horse and then a, a, a beginning and an end. And the second session with Dante uh, it's one of those rare moments, you know, when Tony's on stage and he's sharing something that's really heartfelt and you see him cry and, like that, it was one of those kind of moments. Wow. And I don't see it very often, but we, he was like that and we caught it and we were all like, Wah! it was amazing. Wow. Oh, amazing. this is amazing. I mean, it's so powerful. Like it's, again, I'm, a, I'm only in a early learning stages. Like I've literally been going, this is where I used to, you know, Saturdays each week would be my, um, uh, looking for, you know how people look forward to Friday. I will be looking forward to Saturday, where I would be like, "Oh, it's my horse day," kind of thing. Like, horse day, yeah. <laughs> it's my horse day, so that's my happy moment, kind of thing. So, um, you know, I'm still in very, very early stages, but it's so powerful, and I would love, um, for us to have a conversation again, Jen, um, at some point again to yes! really go through more, uh, more information about it, because I think there's a lot of people who don't understand the whole aspect of horses, you know, I've getting, I've been getting a lot of questions and I'm like, I don't know yet. Cause I'm still learning kind of thing. Um, oh, but, okay. 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 Oh, so we will have I'm another, I'm over here like a little kid. I'm like, I'm so excited. <laughs> we will have another conversation where we will like be able to get some questions that people have, then we can have a discussion around that and, yeah. uh, you know, and then go forward, um, how to go about it and stuff, because I think, for now, is like as long as people can have access to you while this COVID and people can't travel, etc., which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But um, yeah, horses is a uh, again, it's a new discovery, a new passion, and I've seen that that you've got um, essential oils behind you, and I'm like, well, oh yes, using that for the horses, or is that for you in general? That is, girl, I that was that's a whole thirteen years. So I'll keep this quick because I have yeah. to answer to you, but. Um, yeah. Uh, at 13 years, some people are like, here, try this, here, oils, here, it's on your, I'm like, ugh, you got stinky hippies, get away, you know, it's like, ugh, get away from me, you always pouring oils all over yourself, until, fast forward 13 years, and I had a crazy thoroughbred, I had this crazy horse, I took her in from the rescue, because she was so out of control, she was jumping over six foot panels, she was out of her mind, mm-hmm. And I took her in, I was going to train her and I was working with her. I'd only had her for a couple of months and I was here and Joanne Omer was here, you know, Joanne. Yes. And we were doing, so we were doing a retreat together and we had a moment and one of the participants was like, saw Rose, her name wasn't even Rose at the time. Sorry, started bawling. Mm. And Joanne walked up to the horse and she of course was like, had her oils on and everything. And I saw that horse change. Like, and cause I, and I know what I'm seeing. I, I, I my, I, my, I was like, what just happened? Mm. And we all know that Joanne has beautiful energy, yes. but there was more to it than that. It was her essential oils. Like, <laughs> that's what it was. I said, what are you wearing? And she told me, and, and I went and I got the oils. We put them on the horse. The horse laid, I've never seen this in 15 years. In fact, I was worried that the horse was sick and dying. 
she was in the pen. She was trotting around, like moving pretty quickly. And then she slowed down and then laid down flat with the participant in the ring. And I was like, oh, crap. She's, she's choked. She's colicking. And she laid there. And I'm like, and she wasn't my horse at the time. She was the one to the rescue. And I ended up adopting her or whatever. Of course I did. Ah! So she's laying down there and she's like, like having a shattering is really is the best way, you know, she was having an emergence is what was happening. And she was grunting and moaning and like, and like she was giving birth. She laid there, Evan, for 45 minutes flat. And we all came and sat around her in the, in the sand and just laid there with her. And when she stood up, she was a different horse. I just got chills. I've never seen anything like it before or since. It was one of the most profound experiences I've ever had with horses in my life. Mm. And I said, okay, <clears throat> I'm in. <laughs> yep, I can see I'm that. that was, <laughs> that's all. I love it. I mean, I don't use anything else but essential oils right now. Like, you know, if it's, it's the cure for everything, basically. Um, but yeah, that's why I was like, wait. Do horses like it too, just as much as we like it? That was like I, my curiosity the moment I saw that. And you just oh, confirmed so what a be- beautiful power it has. Oh, I can't wait to talk more about that. Yeah, so I let's do every, that. Every- For sure. Every, I think there's a lot of different little conversations that we can actually have um, with regards sure. to different things where there's so many questions uh, about the horses. and But one thing, like let's... Let's wrap it up with one thing, Jen, in terms of what would you say to people who are still, mm, I'm not too sure about just like the way I was <laughs> back in the days. What would you say is the first oh, thing that man. people can do to just get over their little fear if they, if they can't go straight into a horse, but what can they do to get over their fear first thing um, to be introduced to this magic world that we know about? <laughs> I know this is going to sound like a plug, but I honestly would say join the community because when you're, you are who you surround yourself with mm. and we talk about it and you get educated with it and you have access to me and you can, you know, you can ask me questions and learn about it. Mm. Um, if you're afraid of horses themselves, um, go to get a, go to a little one, go get you, go pet a mini pony, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Like get a tiny one. Now mm-hmm. pony, but make sure that you know the owner, like go and, and if you want to be around them, but honestly talk to somebody that has a rep that, know, that knows their stuff and that can answer the question. Why mm. most people in the horse world cannot answer the question. Why? Like why Dr. Joe Dispenza is so powerful for me is that it's not just based on blind faith. It's like, no, here's the data. This is why. Yeah. So, and that's why being like in a community of people that are like-minded that have a support system Mm. that can help you answer, like dive into why you're struggling will help. Yeah. Okay. That's for sure. That's a beautiful way. That's a, that's a beautiful way to get started. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Jen. This has been awesome, 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 awesome as always. (laughs) And totally (laughs) impromptu. Like we didn't even plan those. So like, we're just going to chat. How do you know it? 
Yeah, well, that's the best way. That's the best way. And I mean, I didn't even know either. Like, I was like, wait, how are we going to do this? What? And then you started with the horses. And I was like, this is perfect. Let's just do it this way. And it's just been a fantastic conversation. But then for the next round, I think we will just have a little bit more, you know, the questions that I have about the horses, um, the questions that some of the other people have around the horses. And since you have so much of an experience with them, we will really go into a little bit more um, information and wisdom and uh, experiences about it. Yeah, absolutely. That would be my pleasure. I'm, I'm actually working with an, um, a law office this afternoon and doing some team building stuff with their with them uh, all online. They're in Ohio. I'm in Florida. It works and it's a beautiful thing. That's the beauty with right now with, with this online space. I mean, as much as I miss, 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 this physical gatherings that we always used to have, but I am also appreciating how many of us can come together and do things together where we are not, um, you know, defined with the travel restrictions or anything else. So there's beautiful benefits of this whole COVID craziness that is going on. (laughs) It was one of the best things that ever happened for me because now I can actually reach more people through the community that we're building. So it's amazing. It's perfect. It's beautiful. All right, sweetheart. Let's speak again very, very soon then. Very much. Yeah, absolutely. Have a wonderful afternoon or no, morning for you. Morning. Morning Morning for for you. All right. (laughs) Have a good one. See you soon, darling. Bye.